the head honcho at ARK Invest was talking about uh, Bitcoin's price being over $500,000. And I saw a few tweets afterwards asking, why is she so bearish on Bitcoin? Um, you know, there's there's a there's an argument to say that Taproot could really be a catalyst for this next you know hockey stick inflection point for Bitcoin. I mean, what are your thoughts around that? Welcome to the Exponential Investor Podcast. Want to be a better, smarter, more clued up investor? Well, you've come to the right place. We cover the breakthrough investment ideas you don't hear about in the mainstream to keep you on top of the mega trends and opportunities reshaping our world. Good morning and welcome to the Exponential Investor Podcast. I'm your editor, Sam Volkring, and my co-editor, Kit Winder, isn't actually with me today. He's away on leave. So we've brought in or rung, rung in, I guess, a special guest, uh, which you may or may not have heard from uh, before. Uh, but Boaz Shoshan, one of the editors at South Bank Investment Research, is joining us. Uh, Boaz is probably one of the most clued up uh, people I think I've ever met on just about everything that I've ever known <laughs> in financial markets in the world. Oh, you flatter me, Sam. That's very kind of you indeed. I assure everybody listening that he is completely wrong. Uh, I do <laughs> apologize uh, that I don't have a camera on. I'm afraid the internet where I'm at is not very good at the moment. So it's just vocals from me. But Sam, there are plenty of things for us to discuss at the moment. What would you like to bring up in this EXI podcast? Well, we were just talking a bit off air and uh, we've had a few questions come into Exponential Investor and a, and a few questions come in from our subscribers at South Bank Investment Research uh, asking questions about Bitcoin's uh, network upgrade, which is known as Taproot. Now, for people who are watching or listening uh, who have no idea what the hell I've just, just said, uh, what happens with uh, Bitcoin is Bitcoin is at its very core a, a network uh, of peers of which on that network, the blockchain, Bitcoin's blockchain exists, Bitcoin tokens. But as a network, you can't, uh, you can't stay old and stagnant because you, you quickly you know, become irrelevant if you're not progressing and advancing and, and, and moving forward, so to speak. And so the network itself, Bitcoin's network, which is governed by code and software, uh, is going through an upgrade. And like a lot of crypto projects, um, they like to give these upgrades, these network upgrades, fancy names. I've heard of one. Alexandria is one I've heard before. Olympus is another that I've, I've heard. Uh, um, Alpha's been a lot of Greek words get thrown into the mix, a lot of Latin from time to time. But this one, Bitcoin's upgrade, is known as Taproot. Um, and I thought we might have a bit of a chat about that, Boaz, because I think there's some significant things that people need to understand about this um, because it is a pretty significant upgrade to Bitcoin's network. Um, so what have, what have you been hearing about what is going to happen with, with the Taproot upgrade? Yeah, Taproot is fascinating. And it is interesting, as you say, Sam, that Bitcoin has interestingly dodged this uh, cliche that, as you describe all these other crypto projects, they love the classics, don't they? They love, uh, they love all of the Greek letters and these appeals to antiquity, like the library of Alexandria. And yet when you look at Bitcoin upgrades there, uh, you know, we had SegWit in 2017, which isn't exactly the most, uh, you know, it's not probably the most um, appealing of names, segregated witness. It's a bit but, nerdy, to uh, be honest with you. 
It is, it is. But Bitcoin gets to uh, avoid all of this because uh, Bitcoin came first. So, and uh, you know, crypto is very much survival of the fittest, as you as you describe. Uh, it's which is why a lot of people describe it as hyper capitalistic, often in a pejorative sense. You know, if you're not uh, upgrading, if you're not making your network more efficient, more effective, you will be left behind. Uh, it's evolution, but going really, 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 really fast and in a financial market that runs at 24-7 speed, which is why it's such an intoxicating space to be in. But Taproot specifically is very interesting because it's a base layer upgrade to the Bitcoin network, which allows, uh, it facilitates lots more things in future. Now, at a, at you know, uh, probably the easiest way of summing it up is it makes things a bit more private. So for example, with Taproot, what will happen is that smart contracts that are being used on Bitcoin uh, will leave less of a trace. You see, the way smart contracts normally work on Bitcoin now is that uh, when uh, a smart contract is executed, so once uh, all of the things it wants to do have been done, it will suddenly file a very large list of transactions onto the blockchain. So you get all of these government uh, and non-government actual uh, actually analysis firms, which just look at the blockchain, looking for uh, suspicious activity. And it's very easy to see where smart contracts have been executed because you get these big flurries, these big clusters of uh, transactions all at once, where everybody on one side or everybody that was party to a transaction, uh, you know, suddenly receives money or, or, or spends money for that matter. Taproot uses uh, something, another another unappealing name, the uh, Schnorr signatures, that's with two R's, Schnorr signatures, uh, that allows uh, smart contracts to be, uh, the execution of smart contracts, sorry, those transactions that happen at the end to actually appear just like any other transaction on the blockchain, which makes things more private. But it goes beyond that because it's not just about privacy, it is also about uh, just greater functionality within the Bitcoin blockchain for smart contracts in general. And so in a lot of ways, what this upgrade is and what it will mean for Bitcoin, we don't actually know yet because it's just increasing the capabilities. Like when 4G came around, nobody knew what it was going to do to the internet. Now 5G is here, no one really knows what's going to do to the internet because we're really limited by the imagination of what people in the future will do with it. So we don't know what it's going to do other than it makes this much, much more useful. So people have been pretty critical of Bitcoin uh, in the last few years, mainly because of the rise of uh, networks like Ethereum, for example, that have been very heavily based on smart contracts, the ability for developers to build layer two applications. So um, again, for to try and a lot of the things that we talk about in terms of cryptocurrency can get a little technically overwhelming. So I know for people that are new to this space or just starting to learn about these things, it can be a bit of a brain dump of information. So we will try and keep it as simple as we can. When we talk about a network like Bitcoin or like Ethereum as a layer one network, we almost are talking about them in the sense of a network like the internet, like the World Wide web. And then when we talk about things like layer two applications, we're talking about application like Uber or Airbnb, which are effectively uh, organizations that are built to run independently, but effectively without that underlying network beneath them, they are 100% useless. So Uber relies heavily on the internet, 4G networks in order to be successful. Without that, there is no app. There is no, you know, there's no, there's no Uber. And so with Ethereum and Bitcoin, we really talk about layer one. And then when we talk about layer two applications, we talk about all the, the types of, you know, the future Ubers or Airbnbs or Facebooks 
that can be built on these networks. So Bitcoin's been heavily criticized in the past for being basically a one-trick pony. It's got Bitcoin and you can send your Bitcoin around and that's about it. What we're seeing now is uh, an extension of what is capable with Bitcoin. So layer two uh, uh, developments have been built or sidechain developments have been built that use part of Bitcoin's network in order to function. And we've started to see um, a bit of a rise in things like decentralized finance and, and even NFTs that aren't necessarily 100% on Bitcoin, but are linked to Bitcoin. In, in what you're hearing, uh, Buzz, I'll ask you this one. As I said, a lot of the growth in Ethereum or Solana, um, these, these networks that are very much layer one networks, but have been very rooted in smart contracts, being efficient for that next level of development and beyond. Do you think that the Taproot update is going to put Bitcoin now on that same sort of level technically with what they can do so that we will see this burgeoning Bitcoin ecosystem around things like DeFi, NFTs, gaming? Uh, or is it is it still going to be somewhat of a side side saddle to, to everything else? I certainly think it is a step in that direction. However, each blockchain, each, and it's not just blockchains, obviously, in the crypto space. I mean, you get, you know, DAGs and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, each crypto project lends itself to different things, right? And, uh, you know, you said earlier how some people think Bitcoin is a one-trick pony. And, you know, there's a certain amount of truth in that. There's a certain amount. It's not totally true. Uh, but I would stress that it's a bloody good trick, right? You know, the trick that Bitcoin has, I mean, is so good that it is easily the most valuable crypto project out there. And, and you know, has been for a long time. You know, it's, it, well, it's always, always been that way for that matter. Uh, but what this is doing is simply upgrading what Bitcoin can do. I don't think it necessarily means that Bitcoin is now going to try and do the other things that these other crypto projects are doing. I think it may end up being something really quite new and unique, but it certainly it certainly creates the capability if, it, if people really wanted to to maybe mimic some of these other other applications that people have developed for it. I think um, I think more similar to what you're saying, Sam, where you're talking about level one and level two, uh, uh, you know, these layers, and you get people who are now talking about you know Web three applications and stuff like that. Uh, I think the the best way of describing this, uh, what Taproot does for Bitcoin, is that this is a fundamental base layer improvement on what Bitcoin can do already. Notably, this is not something that is hugely contested within Bitcoin, like the last upgrade was, right? Segregated witness back in 2017 completely split the Bitcoin community and it led to the creation of Bitcoin Cash. It was an entire civil war that went on within the Bitcoin space. Taproot, however, while there is some resistance, it is not nearly so resisted as SegWit was. So it should be really quite seamless when this does happen. Uh, and what this is doing is fundamentally improving the base layer of Bitcoin in that way. So instead of uh, you know getting a nice engine and putting a supercharger on it, I mean, this is simply getting a better engine, right? more capacity, <laughs> more speed, more acceleration, more torque, etc. It's like upgrading from a 2000 model to a 2021 model car. Um, well, I would say a 2017 to a 2021 level. Well, to, to be fair, when you were talking just now, I was thinking to myself, actually, do you know what is probably a decent comparison as to what this does? This is probably, you know, some analogies might be like, oh, this is kind of like the leap from 4G to 5G. I'd probably argue it's almost like the leap from 3G to 5G and just sort of skips through the 4G thing altogether. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, Sam. I mean, the you know, we'll only find out what the what the true the the true applications of what this will do have yet to be realized. So uh, we've got that to look forward to. As as a bit of a guide as well as to when this is going to happen. So um, the way in which Bitcoin's network uh, operates, just so people watching and listening can understand. So the approval for Taproot has actually already been passed. So enough of the network has agreed to this uh, effective software upgrade. They'll need to upgrade their their Bitcoin uh, code by, I think it's November. The expectation is, and now I'm just going to get this exactly right, Taproot will activate when Bitcoin reaches a block height of 709,632, which is expected around November. I would suggest probably that's probably early November because we are currently at block uh, 700,001 or something thereabouts, 701,002 by the time you read this probably, 700,002. Um, so it's coming. It's coming really soon. And I think that's something that people should get pretty interested and excited about. We don't we don't fully comprehend or understand, like Boaz was saying, what this can bring. It certainly opens up a world of possibilities. I mean, uh, when when I think about it, if, if, you know, I'll give you a quote. I was, I was reading a, an article about the upgrade uh, on Luno the other day, uh, and it has a quote from a guy, uh, Ed, Edul Patel, the CEO and co-founder of Mudrex, an algo-based crypto trading platform. And he says that Bitcoin's taproot upgrade might just be the key element that will propel it into mainstream finance. Uh, the bottom line is the kind of revolution that taproot upgrade might bring for Bitcoin is phenomenal, uh, and I, I look. We, we the thing about cryptocurrencies and, and something like Bitcoin is that what we've seen so far over the last uh, what are we looking now twelve years uh, is has been astonishing, and the the rise and development of things like Ethereum uh, have have blown you know the concept of what is capable and the idea of decentralization of of networks and power and money and gaming and all these different industries being disrupted by this. Uh, and 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 it feels like while Bitcoin has a very important role in the world at the moment with with what it's able to do and the way it operates and the attention it's caught uh, of everybody really, uh, this is a significant upgrade which could really unlock a great deal of potential uh, again and and it may be a a significant driver. Uh, for the value proposition of Bitcoin going forward. In fact, I don't know if you saw um, Boaz, but I, I think it was uh, Kathy Wood was the the um, the founder, the the head honcho at Ark Invest was talking about uh, Bitcoin's price being over five hundred thousand dollars. And I saw a few tweets afterwards asking, "Why is she so bearish on Bitcoin?" Um, you know, <laughs> there's 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 a there's an argument to say that Taproot could really be a catalyst for this next you know hockey stick inflection point for Bitcoin. I mean, what are your thoughts around that? Yes, I would stress that Kathy Wood is, uh, well, you know, very, very clever investor. Uh, she is given to very, very bullish uh, price targets for certain assets. Though, you know, uh, plenty, of, a lot of the time she's managed to get the direction right very much. So, you know, uh, all, all respect to Kathy Wood. Uh, and of course, uh, then you have the Bitcoin maximalists who are, who are there to say, you know, $500,000. Oh, 
who, why, why would anyone be so bearish? Uh, as I, I, I do, uh, I do agree with you, Sam. I do think this will definitely help capture more of a value proposition for Bitcoin. Again, uh, as I said earlier, to continue the metaphor, you know, this is an upgrade to the car. Who knows where people are going to drive in it? I think uh, while we have been uh, describing what the uh, the what their applications may be in future, uh, and how it is quite complicated to try and sort of second guess what. Uh, the market's going to do with this this new capability uh, that's being unlocked with Schnorr signatures and whatnot. Uh, we don't know that, but I do believe actually that uh, in that interim period around November, maybe in the run up to November, it all depends on how much press this gets ahead of time. But I think the uh, the upcoming development of Taproot, you know, the hype uh, associating associated with it will drive a market narrative within crypto around the privacy coin. So all of the other cryptos that uh, have in some way, you can capture in some way, uh, applications with privacy. So uh, it could be with smart contracts, could just be uh, something like Monero, where it's very, very, uh, you know, very, very anonymous. They've got the whole ring signature thing going on. And there are plenty of privacy projects out there. I believe that the upper, you know, the announcement of Taproot, uh, maybe before the, you know, maybe before it's implemented, maybe after it's implemented, I think that's going to create a very simplistic market narrative within the crypto space, and it's going to create a lot of speculative uh, applications, well, speculative opportunities, should I say, for the privacy coins. And there was one, actually, that you've recommended in the past, and of course, won't reveal it here, uh, but which I am, uh, you know, I'm very, I'm very interested in, which I have a, uh, a small stake in. We, and I think that is that privacy narrative. I don't know how long it will persist for, but there, it will it will become flavor of the month, as it were, in November. That's my sort of general. Even though this is something that is very complicated, and we don't know what it's going to do over the long term, and uh, you know, it'll suddenly uh, unlock more value for for Bitcoin. But I think in the short term, what it's going to do is create a lot of hype around all every, all things privacy focused in the crypto space. Yeah, I think that's a very valid point to make. In fact, I think I, I, as you know, and people might watch you listening may not be as, as familiar, but I've been very big on the idea of uh, the crypto that uh, are developing ways that can help people protect and probably more importantly, control uh, their data, their di their digital identities, you know, what they put online and who can see it and how they can see it and how that, that can be used. So certainly I think there's a big piece around the privacy of people, their data, their existence, their, their digital uh, online identities. I think that's a really important thing, whether it be how they transact financially, uh, as I say, whether it be about how they, they transfer, store, send data around. Uh, I think that's a really big emerging space in crypto that we that, that I don't think the market's truly tapped into the potential of what that can deliver to society next. So yeah, very, very great point about uh, the, the privacy side of things and, and crypto projects uh, focused around that area, you know, there's certainly a good opportunity, potentially, obviously, with risks uh, involved there. But nonetheless, uh, thank you for joining us. We've 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 gone on uh, for quite some time today with a very specific focus on Bitcoin's taproot and what that might unlock. Hopefully, that's helped answer some questions that uh, you know, as I say, if you're watching, listening, you may have had about. Bitcoin's taproot upgrade. Uh, if you've got any more questions about it, write in to exponentialinvestor at southbankresearch.com. Uh, ask any questions far away. More than happy to uh, to answer them or to cover them in a future podcast. Uh, thanks again, Boaz, for joining me uh, this week. It is, you've been very greatly appreciated. Your insight into, into everything that's going on. 
Thank you, Sam. Always a good time. No worries. And thanks for tuning in again this week for the Exponential Investor Podcast. Uh, we will be back with you again next week. Uh, I think Kit's back next week. So, uh, you know, we'll be discussing who knows what then, but I'm sure it'll be exciting. So thanks for listening. Uh, and we'll be back with you again next week. Bye for now.